Coach, uh, how would you assess the difference between the last two games last week, the road games? Well, you know, I think that uh, the game on Thursday night, um, it, it's kind of it's kind of been the, the the story of our last two or three weeks. We've had kind of like the night before, the day before, we've had some <laughs> serious personnel drama. You know, we had Nick that got sick the week before, and uh, last week LJ uh, Wednesday decides that he's uh, going to have surgery on his knee. And uh, not a lot of preparation time going into um, the game, that next game, with with basically a new lineup. You know, you, you adjust, you put your first guy off the bench, you put him in a starting lineup, and then you've got to kind of find the next group that's going to come off and help you. Um, it's already a pretty young group still trying to establish, uh, you know, the core of our team. And you change the lineup again. Uh, we were pretty scattered, I felt, that on, on, on Thursday night. I thought that uh, we got off to a decent start offensively, but defensively we never really got ourselves into a position where we could cause them enough resistance to uh, uh, to do us a lot of good. And we were going to have to have, you know, a, a magnificent, a magnificent, terrific offensive game in order to win that, and that didn't happen. Um, the, the the game on, on, uh, on Saturday, I felt like we were more connected. Uh, on the defensive end, I felt like uh, we got good play off our bench uh, for as far as the spark is concerned and the energy is concerned. Um, and I'm just hoping that, you know, with the, the three days we've had to this point, it's been pretty smooth. Hope that maybe we can get through a week where uh, we can actually play this Thursday night game with the group of guys that, uh, you know, we practice with. So. How is, how is the health of your team right now? Good. You mentioned Nick. Yeah. Corbin was sick, I know. Yeah, Corb got sick uh, and didn't make the trip, but, uh, uh, you know, to, to Pepperdine, and then he came over to San Francisco. It, it's something that kind of runs through your, your team almost every year, and you, you don't know when it's going to happen. Uh, the, the thing with Nick, though, I mean, with Corb, he was, he was sick on Monday, and so we practiced kind of all week without him. That's like, so you can kind of, you know, have some type of a, a, an approach and a plan to it, but um, right now the guys are good. Dave, how do you think Kate Dastrup's handled his, uh, his increased minutes lately? Um, you know, I, I, th I think that uh, Payton needs time out there to feel more comfortable, but I think that uh, his attention to detail as far as being accountable to what we want him to do he's doing better I think he's in better shape he can play longer periods of time longer stretches uh, but he still is relatively uh, new into uh, you know that time out there and I, I just hope that we can get him more minutes and he can feel more comfortable because I like I like what I see and I like that uh, you know the potential that he has Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I believe we need a real identity to us. We need to find out who we are and, uh, you know, how we're going to go into this postseason and, and win games. I mean, the most important thing is to get confidence, to be confident and consistent in that confidence. And we've kind of won a game, lost a game, won a game, lost a game. And, and so we're kind of, you know, up and down. And, and what would be good would be to, uh, you know, to, to be consistent in, in what we're doing and, uh, accountable to our game plan and accountable to how we want to run our offense and our defense, but then also be able to 
um, consistently win, and, and it's going to be tough. Schedule's pretty, uh, you know, it's it's the the, the the if let's say we're going to play seven or eight more games, the way that it plays out is that four or five of those are going to be top twenty-five teams, and you know, probably two or three of them could be uh, you know, the number one team in the country. So. If we beat them, they won't be, but it, they, it's a possibility that it could be. These two teams you're playing in this weekend are really slow-paced. How big of a test is this to see kind of where your defense has, has reached to play these games? Well, there's two things. I thought, you know, at San Diego that we defensively we were slow and uh, we weren't – we didn't – if we got beat initially, we didn't have a lot of anything back behind it, uh, you know, to, to help it. Uh, and hopefully we're better at that. But uh, the, the other thing was our, our shot selection was was pretty questionable there, which led to a lot of points for them. Uh, and any any way, really, you know, pretty good defensive team uh, can find ways to score easy baskets. That's really going to help them and help their. And, and they got quite a few easy baskets against us at their place, and that's we got to hope we can we can stop them. With two starters down, how important is it for you guys to stay out of foul? <laughs> Yeah, and I think that was a big, big part of the you know Yoli's game the other night. I think the first game all year he didn't wasn't called for a foul, and uh, he was able to stay out on the floor and consistently, you know, uh, kind of get better as the game went on. Um, and you know, the, it, it's it's interesting. The first I think 13 seconds of the Pepperdine game, Yoli got his first foul, and he got a second foul a couple minutes after that. So it's uh, it's important to us, you know. The two of the best rebounders and scorers in the league, uh, and we need them on the floor as much as we can. I think one night we had them on the floor um, over 65 of the 80 minutes, and another night we had them on the floor 36 of the 85 minutes. I mean, 80 minutes. It's a big deal. Is TJ gonna be running the point now, and how'd you come to that decision? Yeah, well, we just felt like uh, he had the most time at that position. Uh, coming into where we are and felt like that that would be the easiest transition for us not saying that that's you know what it's going to be you know forever but for right now I think that's was the, the transition uh, TJ played most of the backup minutes um, of LJ's and then uh, Eli had played some of TJ's when TJ was out the backup minutes and so I think it was easier to, to make that uh, switch with the guy who uh, has played the most majority of the minutes, felt more comfortable there. What does Yoli bring to this team, filling Katie's role as a starter? Well, I think he's been uh, he's been a guy that you know has consistently rebounded the ball. Uh, defensively, each game is a little bit different for him. His assignments different, um, but I think that he's done a good job of uh, of kind of adjusting to this league. Four man, we have. Some teams that have really powerful inside form, and then a lot of guys that have, uh, you know, that position that stretches out for three-point shots, and that's that's a difficult cover, a difficult assignment from game to game. And I think that he is, uh, you know, he's worked his way through that. Uh, hopefully that, you know, we can uh, get some real consistent play on both ends of the floor from him uh, in the next few weeks. Coach, speaking on uh, Melanie Pearson Day, who just – back from the Duke North Carolina game. Um, what does it mean to you that she had that such an incredible experience that you were a part of making? Well, you know, I, 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 I'm just so happy that she got uh, the opportunity to do it. I mean, the most important part uh, 
of the uh, equation was to get the two tickets to the game. And uh, Coach Judkins uh, was able to do that. And then we, you know, we, we found a lot of people just to help financially take care of the tickets and the hotels and those kind of things to make it happen for her. But it, uh, it was, you know, it was, it's just, it's, it's good to know that people that are really struggling and having a hard time and really putting up a fight and battling that they can have a few good days. And that was probably a really good one for her, her and her husband. Is there a timetable yet on LJ? Is there a possibility that he'll come back at all? We'll see. You know, he has, he hasn't done anything, uh, through this, a little bit of, a little bit of rehab. He'll be here tomorrow and we'll, uh, We'll kind of go through it and see what the possibilities are, but uh, it looks like it's probably a four or five week recovery, and that, uh, yeah, that's possible. But we'll see. Kind of unusual situation having a senior night on Saturday where two, your two seniors aren't going to play. But could you talk about their uh, contribution to the program? Just a short time for LJ, and a couple of years, three years, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, KD was, you know, he, we had the one year with him where he practiced every day and was a, a big, big piece of that that NCAA team uh, as far as practice wise and preparation and getting guys ready and you know with those rules you can't travel with the team and it's really it's a hard uh, year to go through but you know, he really gave us a lot during that year when he was um, was kind of that transition year and then you know I think he's started almost every game that uh, you know he was healthy to play and um, so uh, I, I uh, I think this is the first time that we've had a senior night where we've had one senior uh, come out there, but they were playing. I don't know if we've ever had a – and we've had a senior night where we've had a couple guys that were injured, but there was a couple other seniors that were playing. I think this is the first one where all the seniors are uh, you know, not participating in the game because of injuries. But, uh, you know, LJ was a guy that uh, you know, put a lot of confidence in us and you know he he came and got hurt early, but kind of made it through and and helped us. He helped us a, a ton. Started 25 games for us. So these are both you know guys that are really valuable and important to this team. It's it's just kind of a shame that they haven't been able to uh, finish it like they would like to. BYU is the only school in the WCC without an international player, as you're probably aware. Have you kind of moved away philosophically from recruiting overseas, or is it just because there haven't been a, a player kind of emerge, or what's your feeling on that? Uh, I think that uh, the international, um, you know, player is is a it, it's a real unique system and how you get them and what you have to do to get them and uh, you know what's involved, and we've had a few international players and right now I just feel like uh, you know we're, we're in a kind of a cycle with a lot of it you know kind of had to do with the missionary age change when you sign some young guys and then they decide to go on missions before they play and, and we're kind of in a, uh, a period right here where I got three leaving three coming home and then I got four behind that uh, it's just kind of hard to fit in the international guy. Coach, we saw Devin Gwynn playing in you know, the fourth position here in practice. Was there something in San Diego or St. Mary's that made you try that out or something from the team? You know, what, what's well, I think over the last three weeks we've uh, tried to spread our offense a little bit out so we can get lanes where we can drive to the basket and, and maybe get a little bit more penetration. 
Um, we've, we've put Yo kind of on the perimeter a little bit more, and instead of rolling him all the time, we popped him to spread the floor because Eric, with Eric and Yo being down on those blocks, it makes it hard to get driving angles and driving lanes. And we brought Eric up uh, into the high post and Yo up into high post to try to uh, free up some driving lanes along the baseline. Um, and with Dab at the four, it, it, it frees up a lot of space. And so that's a kind of a temporary way to play, uh, to just maybe get a different look. A lot of defensive matchups and, and offensive uh, opportunities. With the, loss of, Last one. with the loss of seniors and captains, which players have stepped into the leadership role on the court? Well, you know, I think that uh, you know Nick's been a, a really solid guy for us. He's had uh, a really interesting year as far as you know injuries are concerned and, and injury and illness. But I think he's been really positive and confident. Eric's been a guy who's really stepped up and helped the post guys. Uh, but those are the two guys that really have the most experience of actually playing here at BYU. And so uh, I think those two guys have uh, kind of carried the load a little bit.